Welcome to the Mitzvah Minute, where we take a look at the weekly Torah portion through the lens of Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah, and Hasidus, and try to look at the mitzvahs of the weekly Torah portion to learn something practical. In this week's Torah portion, we have something very, very profound and foundational. This week's Torah portion is called Kedoshim, which is translated literally as be holy. It's a commandment to be holy. And whenever I get to this week's Parsha, I always ask the following question. And it's a question that's so simple, but oftentimes people do not have an answer. And the question is, what does it mean to be holy? You know, in our society, growing up in America, in the Western world, we have a lot of ideals and values that we try to strive for to be successful financially. It's probably number one. Up there would be to be happy. Some people care about being a good person. But what does it mean to be holy? That is something that I don't think most people are striving for. And even if they are, what does it mean even to be holy? So if I were to ask you what the goal of Judaism is, right? we've spoken about in the past that there are three primary relationships in Judaism between a person and themselves, between a person and God, and between a person and others. If I were to ask you, what does holiness pertain to? Which of those three relationships? I think that most people will think that's between us and God. To be holy somehow means to be spiritual, to be sanctified, to be beyond this world. And I think that that's typically the idea that comes into mind. When we think about holiness, we think about a person who's disconnected, disconnected from the physical disconnected from attachments, a person who doesn't eat very much, doesn't sleep very much, is uh, possibly celibate, engages in fasting, meditation, prayer, perhaps even self-affliction. And, and I'm pretty sure that most people, when they think of a holy person, they think of someone like that, someone very separated. And indeed, the word holiness does mean separation. But I think from a Jewish perspective, holiness has a very different connotation. That concept of someone who's disconnected from the world is really a non-Jewish version of holiness. From a Christian perspective, a Buddhist perspective, a Hindu perspective, to be holy means to be disconnected from physical attachments. As Buddhism prescribes, attachments lead to suffering. As Christianity says um, that that uh, sexuality, sex is a sin. Um, spirituality has to do with being detached from the world, just like God is detached from the world. But Judaism says something very different. Judaism says the word kedusha, kadosh, right? Well, we use it in a number of different places in Jewish law, that term in Jewish practice. Kedusha, we make kedush every Friday night. When we start Shabbos, and how do we do that? On a cup of wine. Um, the word, um, uh, when a person gets married, the, the term to become betrothed in Hebrew is Kedusha, Kedushin, Hari Atmi Kudeshis Li. When uh, under a chuppah, a bride and a groom, the, the groom says, Hari Atmi Kudeshis Li. Behold, you are. Kadosh to me, you are sanctified to me, and that means betrothed. 
Um, so we have marriage. We have we have drinking a cup of wine at the beginning, beginning of Shabbos. We have um, sacrifices in the temple are called kudshim, animals that are basically basically barbecued in the temple are called kadosh. So what does the term kadusha mean? <clears throat> so we find another thing in the Torah that has to do with the word kadosh, and that's a kadesha, which is the Hebrew biblical term for a prostitute, the oldest profession in the world. What, what is the connection? Shabbat, cup of wine, getting married, animal sacrifices in the temple, and a prostitute. So the most simple explanation is that the word kedusha means set aside, designated for a particular purpose. The idea of holiness is something that is utilized for a particular purpose. When a person gets married, what they're saying is that you and I have a unique relationship. We're disconnecting from the rest of the world in order to connect intimately to each other. That's the idea of holiness. Disconnection in order to reconnect in a more intense way. On Shabbat, we disconnect from the activities of the week, the work, the f engagement in the external world in order to connect intimately to our family, to ourselves in a deeper way, to God. And we do that with a cup of wine, and we also get married on a cup of wine because wine signifies signifies elevating our consciousness, lifting ourselves up a little bit, as uh, and inhibiting uh, our wine has the ability to dissolve some of our inhibitions, right? Which could make a person engage in a crazy way, but if you do it in the right way, it can help a person to engage in a deeper way. Um, and the animal sac sacrifices that are brought in the temple are basically taking physical items. Animal symbolizes the physical part of the world, the physical part of ourselves, our animalistic soul, and lifting it up and literally giving it to God. We're saying we're taking of our animal nature and we're designating it for a holy purpose, for a purpose of connection to God. So a prostitute is someone who is connected she's set aside for a specific purpose and she's but she, her intimate connection is to everyone so it's really the opposite of holiness but it's the same idea of designation um so when we talk about being holy the idea is really means being holy with a w being wholesome being wholly unified and, and devoted and focused on the relationships that count. If you want to be successful in anything in life, you have to disconnect from a lot of other things. If you want to become a concert pianist or an Olympist or be successful in any field, you have to disconnect from everything else and focus fully on that one thing. That's why marriage is so special because marriage is a relationship that we have in life, which is so intense and so focused. And the more focused and the more intimate and the more private it is, the more powerful it is. So the Torah, when the Torah tells us to be holy, what it really means is telling us to be intensely devoted and focused to the things that matter in life, to the relationships that matter. When many, while many people will think 
that being holy means a relationship to God. If you look at this week's Parsha, it's almost entirely made up of relationships between us and other people. What does that have to do with holiness? That really, I think the first assumption is correct. Holiness has to do with relationship with God. But what is our relationship with God? Does it have to do with us being disconnected from the world and set aside, meditating, fasting, being celibate? The answer is no, because God is in the world. God is in every experience. The idea of holiness means connecting to God through all the aspects of our life. So the true definition of Holiness means to engage in physicality in the right way, the right time, the right place in order to connect us to our holistic vision of reality, which is that God is in every experience, in the way we relate to each other, in the way we relate to ourselves. And, and ultimately, it's not enough to be holy on a mountaintop. We have to be holy in our everyday life. And that means engaged intimately in relationships that bring us closer to each other and ultimately closer to God. Wishing you a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos and a beautiful week. And I think that this whole idea has its culmination in a verse from this week's Torah portion, which is possibly the most famous verse of the Torah. Love your fellow like yourself. And I think we see this idea from this verse. Love your fellow like yourself. I am God. We see in this verse all three relationships and the goal of everything. Rabbi Akiva says this is the primary goal of the Torah is to under, is to is this verse. This is the primary rule of the Torah. How does it work? What's the primary motivator underlying principle of this rule? Love your fellow like yourself is love yourself. You first have to have a self. You have to love yourself. And then, and only then, can you love your fellow like yourself, Ani Hashem, I am God. And ultimately, the goal of loving yourself and loving others is to bring you to awareness of God, because inside you is God. When you realize that, then you can really love another person, because you realize that inside them is God. And that means that inside, when we get rid of the barriers of the body that disconnect us, on the inside, we're really all connected.